0: Hi, hello. Thank you for joining us for Sister Wives, Season 2, Episode 3. Some iconic scenes are in this episode. I'm very excited to touch on them.
1: You, so we watched this episode separately, and I had some catching up to do, and you said, the notes I took on this.
0: <laughs> so this was a 20-minute 20 episode, 22 to be exact. And it took me about an hour and a half to watch because I kept stopping, taking pictures, stopping, taking notes. It, there's so much to catch in this episode.
1: It's it's amazing that you say that. That reaction and that amount of content can come out of 22 <laughs> minutes of content.
0: But you have to be like a follower of the show. If you're just watching this to casually watch something, all of this would mean nothing.
1: Uh, do you think... Are you getting more of this as well? Because you're sort of, you already know the future. Like, are you?
0: Exactly. Okay. Yes. Because I know what happens. That's why it's so fascinating. Mm. If this was a first watch, like I didn't catch any of this. None of this had significance at that time. Sure. I want to point out that they eat hot dogs like three times in this episode alone.
1: They, they mentioned that before, (laughs) but when you, when we're rewatching this, Hey, the Browns love a hot dog. A hot dog is cheap.
0: Yes. So I support it. Also, I love a corn dog.
1: Okay. Not going to lie. It's a random story. Not a random story. This this relates to us. When I was a kid, if I was just hanging out in the house and, you know, there's no parents or whatever at work, I would also like, I would just grab a hot dog and just, that would like oh, be. A, not like warm a, like in a quick, any way. Like not no, microwave. No, oh my god. That would just be like a quick gosh. snack. <laughs> like legit. Like
0: a cold hot dog. Though? You know what's funny? I support
1: a hot dog. It's not, it wasn't at brown level, but it was like. It was... Like, my mom would essentially always buy a pack of hot dogs. Well,
0: yeah. So Cody is arriving home in his convertible, top-down, sun-shining, wind-blowing through his hair, zips right into the driveway. We find out it is Janelle's birthday, and they are going to go camping at Arches National Park. Fun fact, we lived in Utah for about three years, and we never went to Arches, and we both regret it to this day.
1: Uh, That is wrong. You should rephrase that as... We went to zero parks in Utah.
0: No, we went to... Mm. mm, Up at Park City, isn't that considered? Uh, mm,
1: I say that, but I don't say that proudly because there are some really beautiful locations.
0: Now we keep talking about how we have to go back just to do things we didn't do, which is sad considering we were right there.
1: You know what's funny? We did more trips to Vegas from Utah than anything in Utah. We were (laughs) young.
0: We had priorities.
1: (laughs) True. True.
0: Janelle says that they try to get away at least two times every year to have time together. And that blows my mind. Two. If they're lucky, they try for two. Now, Janelle needs very little to be very satisfied in her marriage. man. I just feel like he's not even trying if you're only getting two date evenings, date nights with her.
1: Do you think, okay, we know Janelle, she doesn't need much, but would this type of time be okay with a Mary?
0: Oh, no. No, Mary needs Mexico. She needs, no, absolutely not. Cody's aggressively going through the house, sees Janelle, gives her a kiss. And I saw in the background, Janelle's packing up like everything, a cooler, lantern, supplies. Cody walks in, gives her a kiss and says, I haven't even thought about it. She just kind of like sighs and says, be fast, be focused. And we find out he hasn't even considered packing or what to pack anything yet.
1: In these shots, all Cody has to do, and this is very... I don't even know, like, alpha of him. Like, he's doing almost nothing. Like, realistically, like, Janelle's like, just pack your shit. Yeah. Janelle's doing everything. Um, Everything. um, Stop. Stop. This uh, this is not about me.
0: I recognize this packing style.
1: (laughs) This is not about me right now. This is about Cody Brown and Janelle. There's a scene when Janelle's packing. I think it was bedding or their sleeping bags. And, you know, Cody just says his two cents and then just like walks away. And then Janelle's like lifting up all of like the sleeping garments. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, why didn't you just pick them
0: up for her? This scene was critical to understand Cody as Cody is just shoving his clothing into a bag until it almost doesn't even zip. Janelle reminds him that they need to pack that pile of bedding that she already got ready, that she folded up, put it next to the bed so they can just grab it and go. And he's like, no, they have to be rolled. She's like, they don't zip up anymore. They're old. Like, just put them in the car. Like, I've already prepped everything and you're just complaining. When Janelle explains that they don't zip anymore, Cody says, well, we're just going to go buy two more. When they're struggling so much and Janelle quickly squashes this, repeatedly says, absolutely not. Like we do not have the money resources to just get sleeping bags on a whim for a tiny trip, one night camping.
1: Theory here. And it's kind of got this as well when Robin starts talking about her shit, but I think this is okay for Cody now. It's not really mentioned, but this is season two. We've been paid season one money already. Like, now we have another contract. So he's like, oh, I got this extra money. Like, just go buy some more sleeping bags, whatever.
0: A great segue into the article that came out in US Weekly today. The article states that Cody and Robin have ridiculous spending habits way above their means. And the source is Gwendolyn in one of her reaction videos. Oh, so interesting. I mean, apparently we were just always doing that. Also, to your point, like, yes, they have this extra money coming in. But like, how much debt do they probably have? And Janelle is saying, like, every month I get the bills paid, but I don't know how I'm going to pay them next
1: month. Yeah. And w- in one shot, it almost seemed like she doesn't mention this, but it's almost like, OK, I'll pay that. And the scene kind of cuts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, does that mean, like, you'll pay that one now and then another one later? And like, you're I mean, sort of.
0: Probably it's like a whole delicate dance. Mm-hmm. I felt like in this episode, especially right here. And a little bit further on, there was a couple examples about how Cody wanted to pretend like there wasn't a budget, like they weren't
1: like on the show.
0: Yeah, like I felt like just on a whim, being like, "Well, we need to buy new."
1: No, that that makes sense because in his mindset, he's trying to show this perfect family, this this you know polygamous family that you know they're not sort of you know stealing from the government or any kind of like mm-hmm. weird thing going on. Uh, So one way could be like, not only are we a great family, but we're also like, we don't want
0: for anything. We don't want
1: for anything, but that's not the reality of the situation. I'm even what we know now is that almost all of them had already filed bankruptcy by Mm -hmm. this point.
0: It seemed strategic Mm -hmm. in timing. Mm -hmm. Remember, the only thing Cody fears is poverty and probably looking like he's not wealthy. Mm. That's my theory. The second part. Now, a lot of the episode is broken up in kind of a weird way. We have Janelle and Cody camping where we get to see actual scenes and conversations of that. But I felt like the rest of the episode was voiceovers while they were sitting on the couch, but showing scenes of the family doing stuff. So it's kind of odd. We cut to a scene of Cody and the wives on the couch, and he says that they all use their own talents and everybody works together, meaning that's how they pay the bills. That's how they get by every month. but. If he truly believes that they're all working together, I'd like to point out that, sure, everyone's working in their own way, but not equally. I'm going to kind of, we already warned everyone last episode that we're going to go in on Robin a little bit, but wow! after re-watching this, I'm going to go in on Mary a little bit. What does the nanny do? What does Mary do?
1: Some of her statements, she tries to play them off as this joke, oh, but yeah, you're, but you're not joking.
0: That's exactly how I took it too.
1: Like, you're not joking. You're Mm -hmm. just like, haha, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. You're not kidding. No. And it's funny because at this point in time, the Brown family, they're so kind to each other and what we see on television, they're sort of, they're always holding back. Like, they're not confident. It's true what Gwendolyn says. Like, we're just not a confrontational family. And that's totally true. Because if you were a mom with like six kids struggling and this other mom's like, my kid gets whatever they want, I'd be like, fuck you. Oh,
0: I was thinking that. I was like, that would make me so mad. Being overwhelmed and then someone's just laughing? Cool. Janelle talks about the adjustment having Robin move up because while she was looking for work and did not have work, the little funds that they did have had to go even further now. Their finite resources would have to go even further. Janelle's the only person looking at this logically, by the way. No, I'll take that back. Christina's as well because she's getting even less time with Cody.
1: Well, Christine is smart because she has contributed in so many more ways than just monetarily. Mm -hmm. She's watched and raised almost everyone's children. She organizes their... I mean, okay, this amount of people, you organizing the pantry and like couponing all that stuff, that is a big fucking deal.
0: Then we see all of the Browns together outside on a windy gray day having dinner together. I would like to point out that you can hear Christine talking to the kids, asking what they want. Do they want this with their plate? Everything like that. The kids settle down. Everyone's eating. And then Christine comes out with a tray of homemade caramel apples and is passing them out. This woman does everything. Homemade hamburger buns.
1: Homemade buns. She probably made homemade hot dog dog buns. buns. I know. What's
0: stopping her? In the voiceover, Christine says that right off the bat, Robin joining the family was huge for her. She had someone to share responsibilities with. And this is my first hint that I realized, okay, what's Mary doing? She does not have small children. She works part time. Why isn't she helping share the
1: responsibilities? Mary has a hobby room.
0: Oh, I have many notes. I analyzed that room so much. Can we go in
1: a little bit on that right now? Sure. This is what kind of bugs me about the Browns. In some ways, they're they're selling us on we're one big family. These are all of the kids' moms. If something happened to me, like this person would be there for my kids and raise them like how I would want them to be raised. Why isn't there more of this um you know, all of our stuff is our family's stuff? And in Mary's case, why in some cases are these kids two, three, if not maybe more to a room as far as I know, mm-hmm. but you have your own and we just saw a hobby room. We don't yeah. know if there's more room. Like, why do you have all, all of this space when you have kids that are like double and triple bunking?
0: It could even be the playroom. Like there's, there's it, just so yeah, much it, more it, utilization. We could do but we can't because Mary stuff is Mary's stuff only. Like you're not even allowed to walk through her house. She keeps her furniture nice. She says she likes nice things. See, that's
1: that's where this whole like one family thing, even way back like now, na- like now that we're watching at this moment in time, it's like it's broken. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a reality because there's there's all of these little divides of things.
0: And you wouldn't know to watch for any of this the first time around, but you can totally see the division. Did you notice in the background of this windy cookout scene, there is the first glimpse, at least that I've noticed, of the fajita cantina sign on the side of the back shed?
1: I did not notice that. Oh, it's that. glorious. Oh my God. Did you take a photo? Yes,
0: I did. I'll okay, show you, you later. Got, you got
1: to show me. I did not even catch that.
0: So I assume this is one of Cody's finds when he was doing advertising. Maybe he didn't sell it or he got it back. I don't know, but it was glorious to see. I wish it was on. I wish every single time they were outside it was on. You know how people have porch lights? I want them to have like the Fajita Cantina porch light.
1: The Fajita Cantina.
0: And it's in like fun purple font. It's great.
1: Is is this a spot you would go to? Do you see yourself going to the Fajita Probably cantina? not. I'm not mm-hmm. a
0: fan of fajitas anyway. So if that's what you're really selling to me, probably not.
1: What's the what's the fast food spot you loved in Utah?
0: Cafe Rio. Cafe
1: Rio. If you are in Utah no anywhere. anywhere. It's like not in the anywhere, Northwest. Right. It, it's, it's weird. Yeah. U- Utah somehow has every fast food restaurant ever made. I don't know how that's a thing. <laughs> we had a like, good time with that. Like <laughs> even ones that are only in the South. Yeah. For some reason they're like, Utah sounds like a great place to put mm-hmm. one. Anyway, Cafe Rio. Bomb.
0: Robin talks about the rite of passage in joining the family and trying to prove herself. She says, There's a part of me that wants to go get a really great job and contribute vast amounts of money to prove my value to this family. Well, I think that would have been a lot better than what you did instead of that. If you contributed anything monetarily instead of only taking, I mean, you are above and beyond then. The choice that you made instead of that was not correct.
1: Did you notice, again, they are selling us on the idea, being very positive. Janelle actually covers Robin as far as, oh, like, you know, she's looking for a job. She's trying. Like, she
0: does. And I'm
1: thinking, what kind of job would Robin look for? Because here, here I am. I'm like, if your family is that tight on money, you could do things like obviously work part-time. You could stock shelves. Maybe, Anything. Maybe if you're not comfortable talking to people, like, yeah, just stock shelves. Like, just a normal introductory role to help your family. I'm like, what roles are you applying for?
0: She said, I see myself as an office manager, project manager. And if I don't get that, then I don't want anything. (laughs) That's what I picture. Or she really didn't even interview anywhere. And she just kept telling Janelle she didn't get called back. Like she would just like go to the movies or something. She'd go to the mall. She'd go to Victoria's Secrets and tell Janelle it was just a no.
1: You know what I'm thinking? Remember when Cody said that Robin is too pretty to cook? Yes. I am with no evidence, a hundred percent sure that he also not quote this, but he would probably say like, you're too pretty to work.
0: Oh, you're totally right. He, yeah. Oh, he has to protect her. He's
1: like, Oh, these are, these other gals going to work. You yeah. no, you are precious. You know, it's interesting at this point in time, all of Robin's kiddos are in school. So you know, they're in school for like six to eight hours a day. Yes. Realistically, what is going on in this household for that whole time? Shopping, like there's nothing, there's nothing else to be doing. I mean, Christine's watching. Truly, uh, we know that Mary works part time ish.
0: Mm-hmm. See, I give shit to Mary this episode, but she at least is working part time.
1: And then we know Janelle works full time, if not overtime.
0: Why did no one ask? What did Robin do before moving? What was her job? She claims she gave something up. Why didn't they has ask? Any, has
1: anyone ever found out what it was? No. I mean, some people predict like she's never had a job
0: that I believe that prediction more than anything. Absolutely. She got married young, stayed home with the kids because they had kids super fast. Mm-hmm. Like she got pregnant before they got married. So, I mean, they probably couldn't pay for child care. Money tight. You stay home. I heard. You no, know, always take it with a grain of salt. You know, I listen to a lot of Internet sleuths and <laughs> in other shows, but she then moved back from Montana into a rental her dad had. So it's like she wasn't paying rent there. Mm -hmm. So like, where was this job? Where is your area of expertise? I want to point out you don't need a job. But when you like talk about finances, like you handled all of it, it's a little, it's like not the truth. And since she likes to call people out and say, that's a lie, I can do the same thing.
1: (laughs) But also we're relating it to their specific situation of the way they are presenting how tight their um, situation is financially it's like okay do we have able-bodied adults that could like contribute Mm -hmm. because like if if logan like got a job at a fast food joint he would be contributing more money to this family than some of the adults
0: yep which is is
1: mind-blowing to me yeah
0: So, we find out that currently Robin and Christine are staying home, and Cody says that his income covers them. And that is absolutely not correct because his income didn't even cover them before Robin. So, how does it make any sense that it would cover after four more people join this family? Also, I want to point out that Christine is raising all the kids at this point and then working nights. So, like, what excuse well, did does she, Robin have? Did she have? go
1: back after Trillia was born? I thought so. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know.
0: Could totally be wrong. But at some point, she's raising true. all these children true. and true. then working at night. Mm-hmm.
1: That so,
0: is true. So, like, the preferential treatment is infuriating.
1: But it's funny. You don't, you really don't pick this up on the first watch. because no, you, you do not You don't know all these details. No,
0: it slowly leaks out over 17 seasons. <laughs> Cody says... Sometimes Janelle will throw in for groceries and stuff. Excuse me? She is the only one with like a consistent paycheck. Cody works in advertising and it sounded like he has very fluctuating months of income.
1: Throw in for groceries. Some months could be hot, some could be cold.
0: Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. How about I just keep my money then?
1: I mean, you got to think. Janelle has uh, six kids? Yes. Let's just... Fake numbers. Janelle's, and this is 2011, so this is th- even this isn't realistic, I don't think. Um, let's say you're making 80 grand a year, but you're supporting six other bodies. So that's seven people total with you. That's a lot of food. That's clothes. Like th- there's just so much, right? Uh, healthcare incidents that might come up with. I mean, kids are going to break an arm. You know, just, there's always things going on. Versus, let's say Mary makes 30 grand, 25, Whatever it is, you know, it's like but supporting one person. It's like it's so different. It's so different.
0: Janelle is sitting at the dining room table with the laptop out breaking down how the bills are paid. All the wives have their own bills that they take care of. Janelle and Cody coordinate the mortgage and utilities and everyone works together to pay off the rest of it. Janelle sitting there looking stressed out saying, "Okay, this is covered. We'll cover this next. And going on and on as Cody is in almost what looks like a high school Leatherman jacket pointing out a bill and saying like, Oh, has this been paid yet? Like, what are you doing? And why do you have this jacket on? Where, where'd you get it?
1: He's supposed to be the leader of this family. And he doesn't, one of the The most, right. One of the most crucial aspects is like, well, making sure that we are financially stable, but he seems so disengaged to just let, Janelle take the brunt of all of this I mean yeah. this is for this many people this is a really hard task to just have on your own
0: he plays head of the family when it looks good to him but when it means like actually doing the
1: work he won't do it like I can only imagine I'm fucking stressed just doing taxes and we have basic ass taxes like we have two people like I, I can't even imagine their situation and just you know if if I do something wrong is that gonna fuck up our credit or like Now we're going to have late fees like there's all these all these variables that are going on. And he's kind of just like, yeah, he's like not even involved in that process, at least from this scene that we see on the show.
0: And then add the fact that he's putting down Janelle's contribution. No, it's true. No, Cody says the squeakiest wheel gets the grease. If a kid tells me they need new shoes, he just goes out and buys them. Uh, Janelle and Christine say that's not how it works in their house. That basically they need to keep track of things. They need to know who they bought things for recently. It you know, might not be one kid's week, just they recently got something bought for them. Like It's all really closely monitored, and Cody has no idea how that all works.
1: That was true. Christine said like Aspen, if she had her way, would get something every week. Mm-hmm. Like every week I'd be buying something for her.
0: Same with Maddie. Mary says... I have only one child, and she gets whatever she wants. Proceeds to roll her eyes in a sarcastic way, but we know that's true.
1: Yeah, I think that this is cold. This is a cold scene.
0: Rude. It, so rude. It's rude as well. I'm
1: like, well, and I think the moms even like jokingly laugh, and I'm just like, no, you don't have to laugh at that. Like, that was not I mean, not you funny. kind
0: of do. Like, think about it. Second, second season that you're trying to put off this great polygamy life, like, you just laugh and grunt it out.
1: Now imagine, okay, if we got the drama early, would you be more hooked?
0: Definitely. But here's the thing. There wa- there's a lot of drama, but you got to look for it. Yeah. It's not just straight out. We cut back to Cody smashing blankets and clothes into the convertible to go camping. And did you notice on the top of all of these smashed items, perfectly laid out, is a few dress shirts?
1: sir. Why are you packing dress shirts to go camping?
0: And why like three when you're going overnight? One okay, dress okay, shirt for might starters, get dirty. Like,
1: I get this car is the worst possible car to do anything in, especially camping. Like, again, why did you get this vehicle? Also, if it's this whole like, I'm a sales guy, I got to do like, it's for show. I'm like, bullshit, dude. I knew salespeople that are in Priuses. Like, don't give me this shit. Another thing. Where is this family going that they are packing this car so tight that they just can't take the, the Suburban or the Tahoe, whatever have I know the they hell, have multiple, like the, bigger the cars. other car is. Yeah. Why can't you just borrow that for one day?
0: Eh, it does break down a lot.
1: True. Mm, <laughs> mm, true.
0: We have seen a lot of issues. True. Cody gets in the car and then has to run back inside to say goodbye to everyone. Janelle just stands by the car, she's ready to go. Oh, Janelle, Janelle
1: knows, like, oh, if he goes back in, it's going to take yeah. 20 minutes.
0: She's like, tell the kids I said bye. Cody and Mary's kisses are very intimate. He always touches her face. He either, like, grabs her by the jaw or caresses her cheek, and it's very intense.
1: That's their, that's how they make love.
0: I, it's too, sure. much. it's are, too much. It's too much. So he tries to give her a kiss on the head and then, like, run off to the next wife, and she quickly corrected that. She said, always real kisses, goodbye. In complete contrast, he walks halfway down the hall to Christine's door and says, yeah, see ya, bye. Oh,
1: Christine's like changing a diaper or something. She's changing
0: a diaper. Aurora or Brianna, I don't remember, is sitting on the bed too and all I'm thinking is, why aren't you at home? (laughs) At your home?
1: Interesting, huh?
0: Yeah, what's Robin doing?
1: Why is when Robin takes care of these kids, it's like a big deal, but... Your child is just casually at Christine's
0: and you're not, she's not making a big huff and puff. It's not a big deal. She's hanging out with all of her siblings, but I couldn't get over it. Cody didn't even walk to the door and say goodbye from the door. Walked halfway to the door. Didn't even make it there. Yep. Bye. And just turned around. Not not,
1: not a side hug. Not a little good game, butt smack nothing. (laughs) nothing, nothing.
0: Janelle and Cody arrive at Arches a little before sunset. And all I could think about was, wow, what a special birthday trip, 14 hours camping, and you have to go home the next day. She gets that twice a year, and she's thankful for that twice a year.
1: It's a bummer because from what we know with Janelle, she doesn't, it's almost like she doesn't want this amount of time like she wouldn't be comfortable going to like mexico for a week like i no. don't know if janelle would be comfortable with that
0: i don't think so but but i think she still, would take yeah. more camping yeah, time it's, or it's something. still not fair
1: like why can't we do an extended camping trip mm-hmm. for like three days
0: they start to put up the tent and cody asks if she knows how to set it up he said he's never done it
1: before sir <sighs> So
0: we know this guy doesn't help with the kids. He doesn't like to uh, quote Airfingers babysit these kids. He'll pay someone 20 bucks, but you're also not doing like basic things like car maintenance and knowing how to put up a tent. So like, what do you do?
1: Cody? Okay. Cody's the type of dude who wears the chef apron that says like kiss the cook, but he's like not even cooking.
0: He's like holding a beer. It's like, it's like <laughs> Hanging uh, out. Uh,
1: Logan's cooking or something. Logan would be cooking. Oh, for sure. That's a good call out. For sure.
0: In a voiceover, Cody talks about how important it is to have Robin and Christine home right now and shows Robin picking up the kids from school and Christine going dro- grocery shopping with Truly. I would like to point out that Robin picked up her kids and like two additional kids. Like where is everyone else? Probably at home with Christine.
1: Ram thought. With this amount of people, were you surprised Christine only had one cart?
0: Yes, but it must have not been her like haul. This was probably like the weekly picking stuff up.
1: Mm -hmm. Remember the, what is it called? Is it like called super couponing or what's the
0: extreme, extreme couponing?
1: They'll have like five cards (laughs) of stuff. And I'm just like, wait, and this is like maybe a family of like four. I'm like, these people have 18 bodies. I'm like, how does she only use one? This was just the
0: maintenance. Right, right. I need to, Mm -hmm.
1: I need to stock up the pantry a little bit.
0: I would have taken a whole episode about the pantry. I loved seeing it. I want to see more of it. I want to see, give me a restocking of the pantry video. Christine was right on the money. 300 bucks on the dot, got her budget before coupons. So pocketing money. Good job.
1: Yeah, I liked her callback to say, I help this family by saving money on shopping.
0: Yes. In contrast, Robin says her contribution to the family is being a mom at home being the go-to girl, being there to take care of the kids.
1: You know where her plan is kind of broken? The that, fact that we already have that, three of th- those at that home. That was her story. Well, I'm not counting Janelle. Sorry, Janelle. Yo, Janelle mentions way too many times like, ah, I'm just so happy I can just like throw my <laughs> kids to these other moms. I'm like, Janelle, stop with the power move. If moves. I had we the
0: option, it. that's exactly we how that would bear.
1: <laughs> no, but Robin's story sounds great, But we already have a mom that does all of that.
0: And like, I don't think you're contributing that much to her workload. Like, you're not taking that much. When we saw you watching the kids, you were watching like two, three of them max. And you were still very flustered. Janelle says her and Christine work really closely together to figure out what to buy, how much, stock the pantry. She says the other two, meaning Mary and Robin, are involved much just due to their different situations. I don't get that.
1: Like, does Mary buy her own food? Sure, probably, like... And Robin doesn't have any money, so... W- why
0: is she not <laughs> taking from the pantry?
1: Is there, like, a separate... Like, does Cody and Robin go together to buy groceries for their home? Like, Well, what's we going know on everyone
0: here? has, like, a grocery allowance. But you can't tell me you're buying the same thing that's in the pantry. You just go get stuff from the pantry.
1: But then if you're doing that, what's the point of having a pantry? If you're all split anyways on your own groceries. Well,
0: it's on the staple. So flour, sugar, I bet yeast, like things like that. And you know, everyone's using that stuff. So I don't see why it's totally up to only Janelle and Christine to do all of that. And then everyone gets to use it. Like it's nice that everyone gets to use it, but they should have to do a tiny bit of the work towards that.
1: It was kind of wild that the moms that have the most kids, their kids actually make breakfast and then leon got like a breakfast bar yeah (laughs) which is interesting
0: you know leon's going to christine's house to have a real meal a meal
1: I, i just yeah a meal i just thought that was an interesting like comparison there
0: mary says she takes flour from the pantry all the time and proudly says i'm the one that took the last of the sugar and again we get a crowd roaring laugh
1: But it's like, can you help restock it?
0: Yeah, like, why would you not do something about that? Oh, you use the last of the toilet paper? Sucks for everyone else. If you notice, Christine was restocking toilet paper. You're telling me no one else except Christine and Janelle take from there? No. Cody does look annoyed when Mary revealed this. He looks at the ground and says, you're supposed to tell someone. And I mean, yeah, you're supposed to tell Christine, like, hey, sorry, I took the last of this. Instead, you just laugh and be like, well, you have to figure it out and get more.
1: Is that a little sneak peek? Not scary, Mary, but Mary's like personality, like her real personality.
0: Well, we know she's intense. And I think she tries to like downplay it for the cameras. We cut back to Robin watching a couple of the kids. And this is the iconic scene. Isabel is pouring herself a bowl of cereal. And we hear Robin say, Isabel, this should be a snack, not a meal.
1: I'm like, wait, wait, what, ma'am?
0: Just let this kid
1: have some cereal. Ma'am, yeah. Like this is a s- Robin. This is the same cereal, the same amount I pour at home or here. You got a problem with that?
0: <laughs> Robin says she always knows what is going on with the finances in her life. She says, when I was on my own, I worked. I took care of my own money, paid my own bills, and coming into the family and not working was a huge transition for me. No, it wasn't. In, in your own words, that's a lie.
1: It's no. amazing because we have evidence that Robin came into this family with $30,000 of debt. Yes. You clearly didn't know how to manage money. You had bills you did not pay. Mm-hmm. This had to be paid by the Browns. Like you just didn't have a way to pay this.
0: Money to Robin is like the show Whose Line Is It Anyway with points. All adds up in the end and it doesn't matter. Like it's just all for funsies.
1: Well, you were mentioning before when Gwen is talking about how like they have really shitty spending habits. Mm
0: -hmm. Like way above their means. Like
1: eventually this show will end and the amount you make is going to, I mean, it's going to just torpedo down. Like what are you going to do?
0: You have to think already that it's torpedoed down. You're missing two other wives that were working three. I mean, everyone did the MLMs.
1: And that, that was probably at that moment in time, contributing to the family pot, mm-hmm. which that's gone. Yeah. You know it would be fascinating to see if they end up downsizing or selling that million dollar home?
0: McKelty said that they are looking to sell the home and move
1: to St. George. Isn't it amazing? It all comes back to Utah
0: you know, we could have just done what Christine wanted to do years ago and go back to Utah. You
1: know what's crazy? That's got to be made into like a a GIF or a meme or something because way back when Christine said, I want to go back to Utah. Mm -hmm. And then Cody was just adamant. I mean, I know the whole Robin thing, her kid going to college. Well, also Janelle said
0: she wasn't going back to Utah either. She said she loved Flagstaff. So technically she is the least vote, but it's just so interesting to see Cody never going back and be persecuted, being like, eh, yeah, I'll go back. I need a downsize? Sure. Oh, oh no. Robin's his, his, parents his are story, in St. George. The
1: story now is like, oh, I'm not a criminal anymore. I just have one wife. Oh. I'll oh, go, you're true.
0: That's actually true. I'll, I'll He's go back. I'll go
1: back to Utah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So the real question. Yo. All three kids moving with them. I mean, not all three. All three older kids. Excuse me. Yep. Yep. Same thing I said. I think Dayton might get out this time because he, from everything I've read, he has been wanting to get away, and his mom just keeps following him. So I, maybe he'll get away this time. Everyone else going right with mom and dad. I mean, did
1: he already graduate university?
0: I I believe it's this year. It's not yet.
1: Okay, I mean, okay. Eh, yeah, I'll, I'll hold that thought then until you... Because at some point, you know, when you do get your degree, I mean, at that point, you can really look for a role wherever the hell you're comfortable moving to. Yeah.
0: Also, I want to point out, we're not knocking older children living with their parents. I mean, it's very normal it's, it's, these it's, days it's
1: becoming even more normal
0: hey i support multi-generational housing that's fine
1: oh i mean we stay with parents to save money for to get a house yeah so yeah i don't so know. so
0: here's the thing that bugs me though no one else is allowed that privilege in that family that's why i can talk shit about it
1: true it bugs me to see these kiddos that could have like like this future where they're sort of just more independent. They're, they're making their own lives, making their way, maybe finding a partner. Like, I don't know. Just it seems like you're not you're not open or that's not even available.
0: But I don't think it's for fear of not wanting. I think they're scared. I think Robin is sheltered and made them so scared of the world. Talking about the gals, not so much Dayton. I think they're like sheltering Dayton in a way that's not good. I don't know. I just think he's a lot more independent and able to be a lot more independent than they give him credit for.
1: My thoughts are the story with the sheltering is interesting because of the world we live in, so much information is available to you. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah, folks can be sheltered. I totally agree. But I just imagine unless you're being restricted from like content and the ability to like research, you can discover things or like grow on your own.
0: It's so hard when from the moment you were born, someone's telling you to be scared of everything. I guess that's true. And then let's say your TikToks are all about people that are kidnapped.
1: I I was just about to go there, right? The algorithm, you're scared Mm. of the world. Now it's just feeding you more information for you to be more scared of the world. And now you're in this void. I can see that. Okay. That's the other angle. I can see that.
0: And they could be totally not scared and just enjoy not paying bills. So I mean, like it could go either way. We don't know these people. Janelle talks about how she was worried because they were struggling to keep a roof over their own head and they were bringing in another person with no income.
1: It's interesting because, again, they just can't mention that. Well, and then we got a show.
0: <laughs> it's still not enough. It's, maybe they're doing better now, but if they're in so much debt, it's not enough. Also, I would like to point out that Janelle is saying this. And all I could think about is, well, Cody's salary must not be cutting it like he's trying to portray, right? Oh, my salary. I can have two wives home. Almost
1: everyone. And to that point, I think everyone filed for bankruptcy at one point in time. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, your financial situation is like all over the place. It was not working.
0: Cody said something here that I didn't really know how to take. Cody said Robin came in months before being married and didn't want to be a burden. Did they move her, like, is the timeline wonky and they really moved her way before they actually got married? Like, I they were engaged? Maybe that's the way it was and I just never picked that up.
1: Isn't that wild, though? You're just engaged and they got a whole house for you.
0: You are in the rotation.
1: In the rotation.
0: You are, oh, oh, t- to lead to my, you definitely were doing it before marriage. Ma- ma'am.
1: <sighs> ma'am. Sir. Ma'am. Oh,
0: do, you could not convince me otherwise.
1: You're not driving no five, six hours and not. mm,
0: You're not buying mm, a woman a house mm, and moving her family and not. mm, mm. I digress.
1: Oh, my God. I'm just getting flashbacks of Christine being like, well, there's just some things that, you know, I just think, you know, people that aren't married shouldn't be doing. And I'm just like, (laughs) yep. Yeah, Christine, talk your talk your truth there.
0: Robin talks about watching Janelle's kids or Christine's kids and says to herself, please let this be something they see value in this was kind of weird. Okay. So you talk about like watching their kids, but shouldn't you be like a new mom coming in? Isn't that what you're trying to sell me? So you're not like watching their kids. You're watching the kids, the family's kids. I have always noticed a separation between Robin and all the other kids in relation to her kids. And I don't feel like this is just a slip of the tongue. Like those, those kids are at an arm's length.
1: I I totally agree. And even to the point where you are now married, you are a part of this family. So in the first option to give your sister wives the ability to take care of your children, you have your mom watch your kids Mm -hmm. when you go off to your honeymoon. Like that's just
0: always creating that boundary. I I mean, okay.
1: The other side to view this as is, I just got in this family. I don't want to burden them with my kids for this long because it was a long time. It was a long time.
0: Well, maybe that's a hint. It's too long for you to be away, to take the patriarch, to take the father of these kids. Maybe you don't need to be doing that then.
1: That is wild to be okay being gone that long. And I'm like 16 kiddos here. I mean, that's a lot of kids.
0: It's wild to not encourage the father of those kids to go to, not go to a life-altering surgery.
1: True. True.
0: I hate that we're seeing this all the way back to season one. Season two. Hate it. We cut back to Cody and Janelle setting up the tent. And Janelle says that now that she's older, she thinks it would be fun to have a trailer. It's hard sleeping on the ground. Oh, baby foreshadowing.
1: That was a great... Great little detail that is a strong foreshadowing that is 12 years in the making.
0: That's right. We then see Mary in a spare bedroom. That is her sewing and crafting room. A whole American flagged theme craft room. Ma'am. Finite resources should not be used on an Americana craft room. I always hear Ace and Caitlin talking about the Americana craft room. And like, I don't remember seeing this at all. I don't know what I thought it was, but this was more than I was expecting.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's tools for any kind of hobby in there.
0: There's like, is that like a day bed there, or a little futon. I couldn't, can't remember. But what I want to talk about is on the top shelf There is Cody's name. Not Cody and Mary, just Cody in wood lettering. Stop putting this man on a literal pedestal. I can say, though, very cute cat. The cat was the highlight of this scene.
1: Cat was dope.
0: Mary talks about how lucky she is to have her job, but also have plenty of time at home to spend with Leon. She says sometimes she is envious that Christine gets to stay home and she wishes she could be home more. Christine isn't hanging out in a craft room, Mary. You know, you could really contribute to Christine. You could be Christine. You could go have all of these children to take care of. But no, instead you're staying upstairs in your craft room, waiting for Leon to come home to hand them a granola bar. Like, it was just such a not cool statement. Oh, I wish I could stay home like Christine. What do you think she's doing? Yes, the kids are in school now, but she still has a small child. She has a new baby.
1: It would be amazing to see how other polygamous families do this as far as this, you know, almost more of a a balancing of duties, whether it's house, work, uh, kids, because even the way we see it now, like there is no balance. Like Christine watches the kids like a vast majority of the time, especially because Mary only has one child. I mean... She has a lot of free time, but like, does that really lead to balance among the sister wives?
0: No, because Christine's also, I feel like, making the majority of the meals and doing all the planning of events and things they're going to do. And then everyone just is kind of like, hey.
1: Like, I feel like Mary, now we're, now I'm just judging, but I feel like Mary would be comfortable making like a really fancy meal for three people. Oh, yeah. That's but it. But not the meal for 18.
0: Like, they'll go all out for. Leon and herself, but that's it. Like the other kids can't come well, over I'm for this fancy. Cody meal.
1: as a part of that group.
0: Mm, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Robin arrives at the main house and tells the kids that she's gonna watch them for a while while their mom is gone.
1: There that wording, that's, you caught that I, exactly, you caught that click, didn't you? I
0: cannot stand that while your mom is gone. Just be like, hey, I wanted to hang out with you, or like, hey, I'm gonna watch you. Like, we're gonna hang out today. Like, it does, you don't have to do that specific your mom thing. I don't like it. I'm, maybe I'm reading into that too much. But when you're trying to combine households and come into this other mom role, I think it's really important to make it as nice and blended as you can, not like your mom, your her kids.
1: Now, mind you, this is coming from the expert in polygamy of Robin. Yes, so She knows exactly, that's right. She should know exactly how to handle these situations. But I actually agree with you on the wording of, it does feel like you're creating a separation between the groups of children.
0: And who knew it would be such a reoccurring theme? Cody is being very affectionate in showing PDA as Janelle is packing up the tent and he does nothing. You can't pack up anything else. There's a bunch of stuff you could do.
1: Something interesting came out of this conversation. Yes. Cody goes on to this whole spiel. And it's honestly, it's like way too long of a story that I even want to talk about. But it's basically that it took 15 years to discover that Cody enjoys PDA.
0: Well, Janelle had to discover that. Right. Yeah.
1: And it wasn't her thing. No, it wasn't her thing when she found out that that was Cody singing. I'm like, wait a minute. Why would it take you 15 years to discover that?
0: Well, she hints at it very, very well. She talks about how when she joined the family, Mary was all over Cody. Think of like a territorial thing almost is how I took it. So she learned to back away. She learned to not show affection.
1: So Mary was like, no, if you're showing PDA, it's with me.
0: Yeah. I mean, in the book... Janelle talked about how they would try to like watch a movie together and it would be Mary cuddling up to Cody and like under a cover and eating popcorn and Janelle just had to like sit on the chair.
1: That sounds so fucking awkward.
0: Cody is a piece of shit for that. Yep. You set that, you set that expectation and you did that favoritism from the start.
1: Well, from then on, that person is now used to that, or that is the, uh, that's status quo. Yeah, like and we're so all that's why out, Yeah, if we're all hanging like out.
0: She like unlearned mm-hmm. what she knew about love and a relationship cuz she wanted, you know, not mm. be confrontational and then Cody eventually made it okay 15 years later. So I blame Cody. Long story no, short, sure, I blame a, Cody. No, that's a
1: very that's a very interesting take. I like No, I like that. I didn't even I didn't even connect those dots. I was just saying like what the hell? 15 <laughs> years is a long fucking time. It well, is no, a long I mean, time. God, I mean even you must be away from Mary with Cody in situations where PDA would be just fine. But the way she words it is like, no, like it took me 15 years to find out that that's what he wanted.
0: And also in the book, he would take Mary to his work trips. So it's like Janelle was always the third wheel.
1: Interesting.
0: She said the majority of like the beginning of the marriage, she would just like hide in the bedroom so that like Mary wouldn't pick on her.
1: But okay. We're hearing all of this. and like. Why did you join this family?
0: Why did Cody want this? Yeah, it's 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 more wh- Cody. Why fault. would
1: you bring someone in and then treat them like that? Exactly. Like, what is the, what is the point? And
0: uh, that I is interesting. He cannot stand it. This dude is like not known how to be a partner from day one.
1: It's funny the day he mentioned Gabe and getting his pencil wet. Like uh, the fucking audacity to say something
0: audacity. like
1: that. The audacity. Yes. What? Are you fucking kidding me, dude?
0: You're over here treating your second wife, third wife, like this. Come not, on, not even,
1: not even really as a friend, because you're kind of like shunning her away. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. It's just because
0: they were always like the friendship in business, as to where like that intimacy was more. merry. he's always taken advantage of the fact that Janelle didn't need a lot of physical attention.
1: You know what's interesting? Cody mentioned that he wasn't. And isn't attracted to Christine?
0: Mm-hmm. Did he ever
1: say that about Janelle?
0: No, definitely not. He like really respected Janelle. And even here on season what 17, like he that's the only breakup that he seems like slightly bothered by.
1: Well, do you think it's a level of respect, but also like shit, you take care of a lot of shit that I don't, oh, yeah. that I don't like <laughs> to do. You run that
0: place yeah, and now you're like, gone. You do a
1: lot of what I don't like to do. The best employee just quit. Facts. Yeah. Facts.
0: Janelle and Cody go on a beautiful hike together. Don't worry, he's wearing a dress shirt.
1: As you do for a hike. Yes. Although at some point we do see him with a shirt and a sweater. I was like, oh, I, thank there's God.
0: definitely a button up you're under in, that hoodie. You're in more
1: appropriate <laughs> hiking or camping attire. Thank yes. you. Yes.
0: The episode ends with more talk about being a family, becoming better people, as a montage plays of the family in the backyard enjoying time together. On the next time on, we touch on the investigation, but more importantly, it's Halloween.
1: Oh, that'll be a fun one.
0: Yeah, I remember that episode quite a bit. The elements that they go as, it's cute. Also, wow, already annoyed. I just thought, do you remember when we saw... Cody and Robin, and Cody was giving Robin praise this season. You know, Robin loves to do Halloween and make events special for the kids because we have to praise her so much. Insinuating that the other wives did not do this—bullshit. They roll the tapes. Look at all the wives getting all the kids ready, getting you ready. No, don't give me that.
1: Oh, is this the uh, the Cleopatra attire? Yes. You're talking about? Oh, mm.
0: Robin, she makes everything so special. But also,
1: it's weird because when they're in Vegas. I always felt like Christine was running all these events.
0: She was absolutely in Lehigh and Vegas in well, probably not Flagstaff because everything was just yeah. broken by then. Yeah. 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 But yeah, wild. I just love looking back and being like, roll the tapes. We have it on camera.
1: Evidence. Roll the evidence.
0: Anything else this week?
1: No, but I agree with you. 22 minutes. This was a banger of an episode.
0: So many notes, so many gems. In such a compact amount of time,
1: but also kind of random. Like, why was this only 22 minutes? Like every other episode is like 40 plus minutes.
0: Well, last season we had a lot of 20 minute ones because that's why we it's covered like, two every one but of was, our episodes. But that was season
1: one. So it's like yeah. a little bit more understandable. Like now you're We're on, in it now. Now you're in like a 40 minute clip. And it's like, why did you roll out a 22 minute episode?
0: They had nothing that week.
1: <laughs> hey, but it turned out to be fantastic. It, it was did. fantastic.
0: Thank you all so much for listening and hanging out with us. I hope you have a good week. Take care, do something for yourself, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Yep, take care, and thank you for tuning in.